The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey guys, welcome back to the I Love You So Much podcast with me, Kenzie Elizabeth, and not my producer Taylor today. He's actually currently in a meeting. So he is going to have a little leave of absence, moment of silence for Taylor's absence today. I'm sure he'll be back next week. I'm so sorry to disappoint people. People really love producer Taylor, guys. My friends and I literally call him producer Taylor because I have so many Taylors in my life. So we just have like really given them all nicknames. I'm really kind of going a little bit crazy because I didn't go to bed. I landed at LAX really late last night and I didn't go to bed until 3 a.m., which I came from Boston. So that's actually 6 a.m. Boston time. And then I woke up and here we are. And I have a nitro cold brew that literally just kicked in maybe two minutes ago. So we're just going to see. I'm really happy to be back in L.A. It was a great week spent in Boston and Texas. I got to see my niece, which is the highlight of my life every single time, guys. You don't understand Yes, I am biased because she is my niece, but even if I was not related to her, I would still say she's the cutest thing that's ever, ever existed. We got matching manicures. It was incredible. And then I got to see Molly in Boston, which was so amazing. But I'm really happy to just be back in LA, back on my routine. I'm about to go to Pilates after this, like have to get a lot of work done. I have lots of calls this afternoon, but you know, it's okay. We're, we're... We're thriving here. Also, this weekend is orientation for me, which is exciting. It's my senior year, so this is my last orientation ever. I was thinking the other day, because I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm actually really excited for like fall and to be back at school. For some reason, I still associate, even though I've lived in LA for four years, fall with like football and actual like leaves and stuff. And uh, that doesn't happen here. So I don't know why I always am thinking that's going to happen. But anyways, I had this thought that this is the last time ever that I will like kind of semi look forward to going back to school because I will never go back to school again after this year. I don't know. Actually, I say that now and no, I can pretty much bet. I can pretty much guarantee that I'll never be going back. So that is that. But today's episode is very, very exciting. It is Sam from the Mayfair group. The Mayfair group does literally everything. Sam is going to explain it all. And she's such a boss. She's so cool. She's so down to earth. She's so chill. We were talking in the podcast. I think it's actually in the recording, if I remember correctly, about a book. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to read it. And we're going to start a book club. And then she sent me a photo after she'd ordered the book, which I really respect that about someone because so often people say that they're going to do something like we're going to go get coffee or we're going to like, I'm going to get this book or whatever that you recommended and they never do. So I really respect the fact that she did that. And I really admire that about her. I think it was great. But anyways, this episode is really cool. It's really wild. We have so many mutual friends and the Mayfair group is awesome. If you guys don't follow their Instagram, you're living under a rock. You at least see their stuff all the time because they have like an amazing feed, amazing graphics. It's a really great follow. I would definitely highly recommend 10 out of 10. Also, just wanted to give a little shout out to the Secret Facebook group because you guys are so much fun. I picture all of us as like Carrie Bradshaw, Sex in the City. Um, we're in our like apartments, like with our hair up, out of the shower, face mask on our laptops. But instead of like writing, we are on the Facebook group, like writing to each other. And it's really fun. And I'm having a really good time there. And my whole free Britney kick is not really taking off yet, but I need more people. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, you just need to join the Facebook group to also be aware of what is going on and just get into it with me so we can talk about it in the Facebook group because I'm very, very alarmed. And again, I need all of you guys there. So if you guys have not already, um, leave a nice review, rating, whatever. I'll have everything linked down below. I love you guys so much and let's get started with the episode. Hey, Sam. 
Hi. I'm so excited to have you on. So excited to be here. We realize that we have like so many mutual friends. There's even more people than we even listed. The Hughes sisters, Keaton, Keaton just interned for her. So, so many. many people. I feel like everyone Keaton was telling me, she was like, you're going to love her. Yeah, when she was, was, she texted me and she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for this. I can't <laughs> wait. I want to have Keaton and her mom on my podcast. Yes. Like, oh, my, have you met her mom? Do you know her I mom? I have not, but I want oh to. God, she's literally the best. Okay, so we're going to do hot seat. I literally I just told her, I was like, we're going to do hot seat, whatever. So it's just What's three random questions that I ask okay. you. It's a fancy way of just like, putting me on the spot yeah it's like it. it's just i'm asking you questions okay <laughs> number one what is a like random travel essential what's the first thing that comes to mind for you oh i love my summer fridays jet lag mask i that still have my... not tried that what I, it's crazy so anywhere i go i bring that mask and my friend actually work, like does social media for them and she like got me onto it but i feel like for as much traveling like if you travel a lot yeah and especially like when you're traveling to different climates and your skin is just like it's the best thing ever like in your hotel room put it on at night and the next morning you wake up and your face feels amazing yeah i need it it's the best you so many people it. have talked about that on this podcast too and i know what it looks like i've also i'm on their pr list so like i don't know why i haven't gotten it <laughs> But, like, hey, summer Fridays. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, wait, summer Fridays, hit me up. Uh, okay, number two, what is your most embarrassing moment? Okay, so I was telling somebody this the other day because I hate public speaking, which is people always find that weird. They're like, you hate public? I'm like, yeah, I know I do a lot of speaking, but like, I really don't love it. Yeah. But I had a public speaking class in college and it was my first public speaking class. And we had to, in the first five minutes, pick out a topic out of a hat and speak about it. And I picked out baloney, literally. No. I've never tried baloney in my entire life. And I got up there and I just like didn't even say one word. And I was like stuttering. And I literally all that came out of my mouth was it's like ham. And then <laughs> and we were supposed to talk for five minutes. And the teacher was like motioning for me to keep talking. And I just was like, it's like ham. Like I couldn't say anything like, else. What else would you say? I wouldn't even know what to say. What the hell do you say? Yeah. Like, and everyone in the class was laughing. And I just like sat down and like literally didn't want to show my face ever again. But it traumatized me like ever since then I've been like petrified of public speaking but like yeah baloney I literally had to talk about it for five minutes and couldn't say anything so that is like genuinely traumatic like I would be horrific no it's horrible oh no 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 no. it was like my first class at college basically like it was the summer going (sighs) into my freshman year it was all athletes and like like just cool people in the room like I went (laughs) and it was like all the people I'd like met right before I started school (gasps) and to stand up there and literally just like not even be able to get a word out like I was I'm like my face was bright red I like swear I broke out in hives or something I don't even know but it was horrible it was traumatic honestly I was like screw this I hate it (laughs) that is so bad but at least you have a go-to like embarrassing story to go you know what I'm saying it's like something to tell at a party you know I've got a million I feel like I feel like I'm always doing shit like I'm always sucked yeah okay last one what is your favorite car song so I would say right now, probably either Higher Love by Kygo and Whitney Houston, the like new song that just I came out. I haven't listened to that yet. It's so good. I love Whitney Houston, but also my brother writes music. And okay. so I'm going to be like super annoying and say one of his <laughs> songs. But he wrote the song for Arizona, Nostalgic, that just oh, came out. That's really? their new single. Yeah. 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 So yeah, you should listen to it. It's so, but that. that's like anything by Arizona or I like Kygo, all of my brother's songs, honestly. So yeah, that'd be my go-to probably. I love that. I have a share 
shared go to car song with Lindsay Hughes. What um, is it? When she lived here, we would slash like last month when I saw her, All Me by Drake. For oh, some yes. reason, that is just the best song to play in the car with your yes. friends. Like it was it was it's our song, you know? It's such a good one. Honestly, all it's, that old all the old school Drake albums. Yes. The other day when we were in Italy with my family last week, we put on like all the old school, like Cameron Hey Ma, like mm-hmm. Craig David, like Little Rob Summer Nights, like all the old school summer jams that you used to like and all the old Drake albums, like all that old school hip hop was just so good. Like like a few weeks ago, I was driving to San Diego with some friends and one of our friends was like, okay, like think of what's a song that reminds you of 2013? <laughs> and we were like, what? And then we just made a playlist from it and yes. it was like so fun because yes. it's such a random like time, but that's such a fun thing to do if you like pick a specific like so fun. time period. I was like, oh my gosh, it was like a bunch of like Childish Gambino. Yes. Like sweatpants. Yeah. Oh my God. Throwback to that. All yeah. the old, I, I swear, like 2000s music is just my shit. Like that's like the stuff I love. Like no. all that old school, like juvenile Nelly outcast. Yes. Like all the old rappers, even like the ATL rappers, like uh-huh. Lil John, all of them. Like they're just, their music's just so, it's that's, so nostalgic. Like it, you're like, oh my God, I was doing something so cringy in middle school or high school and I would listen to the song, you know? Like so that's my stuff. Probably. I love throwback music like Same. as a whole again to bring up Lindsay Hughes for the 15th time this is genuinely like completely unrelated she has the best throwback playlist on Spotify does she I have she per- she has perfected it it is the best I play it often still like okay, it is I need to best. go get this it's right throw now. with the like emoji back or something to okay. the left it's the best playlist ever shout like, out Lindsay so good. We shout out you. Lindsay Hughes keep making playlists girl <laughs> we're here for it she's gonna like make her life because it's a playlist she's gonna like, oh my gosh okay do you want to give us a little one minute bio just like tell us about yourself yeah so I was born in London and moved to Atlanta with my whole family when I was like 12 grew up in Atlanta loved it got a college degree in business and then moved out to LA to work in the fashion industry I worked in the fashion industry for six years and then like for brands like Wild Fox and people like that. And I then love Wild Fox. It was like back in the day. Wild oh Fox, my gosh! Yeah. It was like it was the number. Like it was the best. You oh yeah. Know? So it was cool, like working for a company like that, and then worked in house for brands for six years, and then two years ago started the Mayfair Group, and that's basically where I'm at now. That's really cool. Yeah. Where did you go to college? So I went to South Carolina, but then I ended up transferring in state to a school in Georgia, like a small school. Okay, I like cool. missed home. I was such a homebody. I like was like two, three hours away from my parents and my siblings, and I was like, I want to be closer. That's too my much. Mom, yeah, my mom was like can you leave us alone but I literally moved back home to Georgia loved it went to a small school graduated and then just moved out here and like started working in fashion and stuff I went to Georgia last fall and I loved it because I went to visit Danielle and Brooke at UGA. Yes. And we were, I mean, obviously we were in Athens and then we went to Atlanta. What it's did you think about so Athens? so cute. I liked it. I think okay. it's a great college town. It's like, amazing. It's a really, really good college town. Like there's actually things to do and like lots of cute shops and stuff. Yep. Like it was, I was like, oh my God, this is perfect. Also, I love seasons. So I was like, mm. so it was the fall and it was so pretty. You get like all seasons in Georgia. That's yeah. the thing. You really do. You get like true seasons, which is the best part. And I feel like college towns there are just like everyone lives for football like people are so passionate about the schools in the south that it's just like yes i'm from texas not so yeah exactly i feel like it's such a fun place to go to college because like you have a full experience down there people are so excited to just be there it's like it's way bigger of a thing like especially sports teams like we 
joke here. Like, we literally, the Rams were in the Super Bowl. One, there's like, no one cared. No one like, cared. Not one person. It was not a thing. It was so, it was bizarre. Like, my family, <laughs> my family's like huge sports fans. And they were like, so, like, what's going on? I'm like, literally, I haven't heard one person say Talk anything. about it. Yeah. It's so weird. Meanwhile, it's if UGA makes it to like, a SEC championship, people are losing their shit. Oh, over it. absolutely! <laughs> like like people cry when they like people literally cried when they like lost. Yeah. Like it's just this whole thing. But yeah, I was incredible. Big fan of Georgia. Love um, it. So do you want to go into like more about the Mayfair Group and like what yeah, it is? Totally. So we're basically like a brand representation company. That's kind of what we started as. So we basically offer services of PR, social media, sales, and creative content. But from the get-go, we kind of wanted to revolutionize the way that service-based companies are like perceived. So like we wanted to be the first service-based company to like have a platform and build a lifestyle and have like a brand, quote unquote, essentially. Um, and so we kind of set out with this whole lifestyle in mind. We were like, we're gonna be like the hype girls for females and just constantly post about female empowerment and you know, make our feed and all of our content about nostalgic moments and decades and things that make people feel a certain way and just like honestly make you happy when you're like on your Instagram like you see our content I feel like it's a motivational yeah. quote it's like a nostalgic content great feed big oh, fan thank you I love it <laughs> shout out to the social team it's not me um, but literally so we kind of like set out with that and then we also obviously do a ton of branded stuff so we work with brands like Wildflower Cases and we work with brands like Amanda Steele's brand Steel, and we do like different services for them so whether that's social like running their social or doing their PR or sales like we do all those services in-house so yeah started it two years ago like now it's grown into something insanely like crazy like in just two years we started the year with 8,000 followers and now we have 180k in like six months which is just it's like nuts honestly like I feel like it's growing so fast but it's just so exciting it's honestly such a cool exciting time to be involved in a business no it's so cool how did you like decide that that's what you wanted to do like how did you get into that yeah so I like worked in-house for brands and I think like working in-house for brands I learned so much like I worked for Wild Fox and I worked for Fraser Sterling Jewelry like I also love Fraser Sterling yes shout out Fraser so I was Fraser's first hire and like I helped her like me and her like kind of grew that business together and just worked for her for a long time learned a lot from her and just worked in-house for brands and kind of noticed that like what happens in the fashion industry is like people outsource things so like they outsource their social media they outsource their PR or their content or their sales and those companies don't work together because they're different Mm -hmm. companies so we're kind of the first company to offer everything in-house and basically like offer all those services under one roof so like we collaborate with everything that we do like our social team works hand in hand with the PR team who works hand in hand with the sales team and the design so like that's cool we basically just help build small brands kind of that's like really what we do and then also just we have our own like Mayfair lifestyle and everything that we're doing on the side so we like drop merch and we do like all sorts of like creative content and stuff so that's yeah it's it's grown so fast it's just weird (laughs) when did you move to Arizona three years ago so I lived in LA for six years we were just talking about this because of LA parking (laughs) how much we hate it I lived here for six years and worked for all those brands and stuff and then my husband I'm married and my husband plays pro soccer and so he had played for a bunch of different teams and when I was living in LA working he was like playing for all these different teams and stuff and he was on like one year contracts and then we got married and we were like we should probably live in the same state like we're (laughs) 
married. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So he got signed to Arizona. It's like a three-year deal. And I was like, okay, I'm going to like leave LA and move to Arizona. That's and cool. then like shortly after that is when I started Mayfair basically in Arizona. And that's kind of honestly why it started there. And now it's like we're set in stone there, you know, it's yeah. like home for us. So that's really cool. Yeah. So who did you, like, did you start this solely on your own? Or like, how did you, who, like, what was your first hire? Like, what did you do? Like, what did that process look like? Yeah. So basically I like came up with the concept. I was actually in London and Mayfair, the whole way it came about was besides the concept was my parents actually met in a nightclub in Mayfair. Like, cause I was, oh born, I was born in London. So I grew up okay. in London and my parents met in a nightclub in Mayfair and they've been married for 35 years. So we always joke about just like this nightclub in Mayfair and just like how they met and all the stuff. And so I was in London at the time and I was coming up with the concept. It was over Christmas break. And I was like, I really want to start this company. And my mom and dad were like, just do it. Like, what do you like? What? just go for it like and so wildflower was my first brand that i signed and they were the first like client that Dev. i had shout out sid and dev i love you <laughs> and dave and michelle they were like the first brand and they were like the minute that you go solo we're gonna work with you so like just let us know when you're gonna do it and so yeah it started in my guest bedroom with just me and i had one girl that kind of like assisted me part-time but we were just like working from my floor in my guest bedroom and then within six months we were like holy shit we need an office and we got to like move out and then it just all started growing and growing so how big is the team now we have like 10 full-time employees but we have like 25 girls basically between interns and employees and stuff so it's like a team of 25 dang that is so cool okay let's talk about like more negative things (laughs) and not even negative but like what is the time in the business because obviously in the past two years like this has really blown up and like everyone knows who the mayfair group is especially (laughs) on instagram but like what is like a low moment that you've had since starting it? I know. Tell me. I know. No, I know that there's just, especially on social media, I feel like, and I don't even do the best time. I feel like if you look at my Instagram and you're like, oh my gosh, this girl like lives a really great life. And like, I definitely (laughs) have a great life, but there's definitely a lot of times that are like, oh no, I literally, this is awful. So like, tell us a, a moment like that, you know? Yes. I mean, honestly, I feel like, first of all, Instagram is like, everybody is best portrayal Highlight of real. it is it totally is yeah. like you're not gonna be like i'm sitting on my floor crying and yeah, hating i'm not my gonna post life. a selfie like that yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my dad's always like you always post when you're traveling and i'm like well i'm not gonna post me sitting at a desk yes. so like that's what i do when i'm home i'm working that's so. my other thing it's like i'm only gonna post that like people will be like all you do is work out i'm like it's because that's the only hour that i leave my house because my office is in my house a day <laughs> so obviously i'm gonna post that i'm not gonna post from my office ever oh my gosh anyways continue sorry <laughs> also low-key i barely work out so when i do i'm like i need to like make sure people know I work I need out. everyone to know that I went to yeah. hot Pilates. Thank Once you. Once a week. Yeah. I'm here. Thank you. Never again. Okay, thank you. So I feel like a hard time. I mean, honestly, running a business is just so hard. I feel like it's one of those things like you, there's nothing that you can do to prepare for it. Like people could tell you like you need enough experience and all of that is true. But I feel like it's one of those things like you're just going to venture into it and figure the hell out. Just going into business and learning how to like manage people, like firing people. Like, yeah. that's that's hard hard. especially people that have like been with your business for a long time and like you're start now you're affecting people's lives like you know when you let someone go like that's not just like a light decision that's something like that's going to change your life a little bit so it's just stuff like that that's hard um and then just like negative shit on instagram i feel like i mean people are always going to hate on 
every like I feel like there's always going to be haters and like mm -hmm. trolls on the internet but like just learning to like deal with all of that just because my personal Instagram isn't really like it's never really been a thing like I haven't really ever been focused on that and so now with Mayfair like we just get comments and stuff and it's like you don't know us like mm -hmm. so I feel like just that but mostly I feel like it's more business things like letting people go and stuff that's just like hard to deal with and navigate because like no one tells you like how to fire someone how do like, you like actually what do you do like what how what's like a practical steps of firing someone I literally would be so terrified it's just so awful like I feel like there's not like honestly like you just have to obviously go in and first of all like set the meeting and then go in and just be like whatever the reasoning is and just like sit him down and talk to him and I just feel like it's such a scary thing because it's never gonna be a good conversation yeah, like no. there's no one that's gonna like leave getting let go and be like all right love you girl you know yeah. like it's always just gonna be a shitty thing but like I don't know I just feel like the more that you can make it obviously like big picture and not about like a personal you know yeah. like it's always just like here's where we're going and I'm like we love you to death and so grateful for everything you've done but like here's where we're going kind of thing it's but, not the right but also anymore. losing employees like when people quit like I remember the first person that quit Mayfair like I cried I thought like I went through like a breakup like she was like <gasps> my first employee and she like left and I literally cried for days and my my husband was like get your shit together like yeah. you you're gonna like lose people and you're gonna have to fire people and just like you need to get used to that but I literally felt like I went through a breakup like I was like yeah. this is hard because I was like what did I do wrong like you know but yeah. people just have like things like they obviously stick with certain jobs and then they want something else and that's okay you know so it was just like stuff like that I feel like is always hard in business Dang. Yeah. I, yeah, I don't think I'd ever, I mean, I'm sure at some point in my life I'm gonna have to fire someone, but like, I never wanna do that and I don't wanna think about it ever. It's horrible. No, it's horrible. So just what, call me and I'll just be there <laughs> beside you. We can I do like, it together. I have one of those like mics in my ear that like no one else knows and I like turn to the side and I'm like, hey, what do I say next? <laughs> I'm like sitting there, I would 100% cry. Like, I don't know what to do. Or I would just be really awkward. Actually, I don't feel like I'm really, I don't know what I would do. I literally can't even imagine it. Okay, so what do you look for when you're looking for like in, to hire someone, like an employee? or an intern like what yeah. is something that you look for in someone I feel like innovation at Mayfair is like our biggest thing that we like pride ourselves on just like making content that's completely different to anyone else and like just making sure that everything we do in every sector is different so I feel like just innovation in the sense of like you're gonna bring something really cool and creative to the team obviously like a hustler mentality like I feel like you have to be such a hard worker especially like in a small business because you're so immersed in it we all like work like super super hard I don't know like I get cover letters sometimes that are like so creative that have like like people will send them with like memes in them and just like I don't know like really fun stuff and stuff that like totally applies to Mayfair and I'm like how creative it's like, so personal yeah and yeah. obviously like that's not for every business but for Mayfair specifically we're a content business and we do other stuff but like content is a huge part of who we are so if you're gonna get creative in your cover letter with some content like we yeah. get down with that you know so I just feel like knowing like who you're applying for and and obviously making sure that you're like going out of your way to like make your cover letter and your resume like appeal to whoever it is that you're applying for. All right, guys, I have something very exciting to talk to you guys about, which is Thrive Market. Thrive Market is my latest obsession. You guys know how I love health, like wellness, fitness, basically anything that is healthy, I love. So, 
Thrive Market is amazing because it's all these amazing, healthy, clean foods and so many other products that are accessible to everyone. They're way more affordable and they're delivered to your door. So really, I don't know what else you could want. It's actually amazing. So again, Thrive Market is an online marketplace on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. They offer the highest quality, healthy and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle and geography. So when you join Thrive, you unlock endless savings. You can shop for thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% traditional retail prices. Guys, that is such an amazing deal. Like, that's actually insane. I also love Thrive Market because I discover new items. They don't just have food. They have, like, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, safe and non-toxic beauty products. They have kitchen staples, home goods. Like, they have so many things. So I'm constantly, like, able to try out new things. You guys know that I love the human chocolate bars. Specifically, I really love the dark chocolate, like, salt caramel. I don't know. The name is so long, but it's a dark chocolate salted caramel human chocolate bar. And those are just really healthy chocolate bars. And they're a little bit pricey if you buy them from like just the normal traditional retail prices. But on Thrive Market, they are at a discounted rate. It is so much cheaper on Thrive Market and they're delivered straight to your door. Also, something that's awesome is there really is something for everyone. So whether you are paleo, gluten-free, vegan, keto, you can shop for 90 plus values, including non-GMO, sustainably farmed, fair traded, certified, BPA free, and more in just the click of a button. So keep in mind, Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% off, but now they're giving you guys an extra 25% off your order plus a free 30-day trial. That is actually crazy and such an amazing deal. So that is thrivemarket.com slash I love you for 25% off your first order plus a free 30-day trial. Again, thrivemarket.com slash I love you. Guys, check this out. You don't want to miss out on this deal. It is the best thing ever, and I'm obsessed with Thrive Market. Okay, let's get back to the episode. What is your like interview process like? Oh God. It's like you're literally interviewing for like to be like the president's like advisor or something. Like we've made it like so strict now and we feel slightly ridiculous for doing that. But honestly, like finding good people is so hard. Yes. And our interns, like we we like Keaton and people like that that have interned for us like they're such a huge part of like the business it's not just like they come in and they're like getting coffee and shit you know like they're literally pitching concepts and like spearheading campaigns so it's one of those things that like we interview like crazy hard like I feel like there's so many steps to the interviews now so we have like Basically, we announce that we're, you know, looking on our Instagram, whether that's full-time, part-time, or interns, and then people apply, and then we have multiple rounds of interviews, and then we also give them projects to do. So, we'll, like, if it's a social media intern that applying for, like, a social media internship, we'll send them a social media project to, like, mock up a grid for one of our brands and pitch us, like, story concepts and stuff. So, I mean, the best way for us to figure out if you're going to be good is to actually for us to give you a project to see if you're going to be able to work within that sector, you know? Yeah, so. Kind of while it is more time consuming, it saves time ultimately. Yeah, totally. Because we don't want to train people and then be like, oh, you're not a right fit. Yeah, you know, and like, it's a waste of time. And then you have to like go back to the drawing board. Yeah. And, and then, then there's like a buyer blood- someone. And then there's like a urine sample, a blood sample. Not yeah, blood. no, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That makes sense. And you're like, um, okay, so do you like books? Like, do you like reading or podcasts or anything like that? Girl, I'm like a super nerd, like okay, self help. Like, thank God. Book nerd. Okay, what are your favorites? I need to um, hear all of them. Okay, so I love, first of all, my favorite is like How to Win Friends and Influence. 
influence of people. Perfect. You are exactly my type of person. Keep yes, going. This is great. Like my favorite. I love You Are a Badass. Yeah, I read a this book. book called like Leading Women. I read that like last year and that was like amazing. Any like self-help business books yeah. is like my shit, you know? Oh my like, God. That's thank my... God. I was really hoping because I wanted to talk about that. Yes. I was just hoping for the best. Wait. Okay. Tell me everything about the Leading Women books. It's I just so cool. It basically goes through all the women that have like been influential women, mm-hmm. like, you know, that have like started companies or like just even done things and talked about like all of their traits and their advice that they would give like and it talks about how like as women like we're soft people sometimes but that's okay you can use that to be also like a better leader and just how like you know you're gonna walk into meetings with like all male like boardroom and like you need to be able to like take a seat at the table and know what you're talking about and so it just navigates you through this whole world of like being a woman and like how to navigate these certain situations and how you can like be a better leader and a better manager and like more confident and it's just really good i'm like, gonna prime this book like immediately after <laughs> i love to. that stuff it is so good you would love it what are your top like if you were to describe a good leader like what do you think the top qualities are i feel like for me it's well definitely confidence and knowing like what you're good at but also knowing what you're not good at and i yeah. feel like that's the thing is i feel like a lot of people just like know their strengths but i feel like the best people know their weaknesses mm-hmm. because for me with mayfair i got people around me that are good at the things i'm not good at and even sometimes better at a lot of things that i'm you know just okay at yeah and that's okay because that's why like we have an all-star team i truly believe because i have so many talented girls and we're all female i don't know if you knew that yeah, but like we're an all-female cool. company so it's one of those things like i found people that are just so good at like all the things I'm not good at and I know what I'm not good at so it's like and make sure that we had that on our team you know yeah so and just getting better at shit that you're not good at I like definitely hadn't manage people like I'm a very like self-motivated person so like I worked in sales and was like you know like I've always been independent I, mean, yeah. I feel like you're probably like that yes, too right yeah. but then when you go into management like you're motivating other people and like people have way different ways of being motivated than like you may you know so like you may have somebody that like reacts better to like positive reinforcement or can't take constructive criticism like there's all these personalities in your team that you're like navigating how to manage and yeah. it's sometimes frustrating because you're like I just like do my own shit and do my own goals and like achieve the things that I want to. But like a lot of people aren't like that, you know? So I think just like learning how to manage people was like something that I was like, I need to be better at. And I've read a lot of like books on and stuff and honestly found people that are great at management. Like my counterpart, who's like our COO now, she's great at it. And so we we kind of like complement each other in that sense, because I feel like she can just like sit down with the girls and like, you know, so I just think finding people that are good at the things that you're not good at, honestly. Yeah, I love that. I also think exactly what you said about like just finding people who are good at what you're not good at Mm -hmm. it's one it's like knowing yourself and also I think to like knowing yourself that means that you've taken the time to figure that out and typically you've like a lot of the time I feel like for me personally it's like through like literally just sitting down and thinking sometimes but like reading and podcasts or like experience like I know the things I'm not good at and I'm like totally this is not like in this setting that I'm in with like the internship that I'm in it's like I know, especially the people that I'm around, because they're some of my closest friends, like, I know who's good at what, and then I'm like, all right, let's just do that. I know that I'm very good, like, I'm, like, a visionary. Mm -hmm. Not in the sense of, like, I'm like, I just tell people what to do. It's not that, but, like, (laughs) I, like, am good at, like, the overall idea and then, like, connecting people in that sense. Like, I know that I'm good at that, but I'm not good at, like, maybe 
like part of like admin stuff I don't like yes. that stuff like I'm not that's not like my like grace zone like it's totally. not my thing no, that's like but I like I'm like no 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 that's no, not happening but I think also it's being able to delegate yes because when you hold on to something you're making it smaller so totally. it's like small thinking versus big thinking totally so if you hold on to it it's like you're basically suffocating the idea yes. because you think that you can do it and that you want to do it and you think you can do it better. And even sometimes if you can do it better, that doesn't mean that you should be the one doing it. Totally. Because you want to like raise other people up to be able to do that as well. Like totally. it's long term. You, you know, you can't do it all. You like physically cannot do it all. And I think just being a big picture person too, like you cannot be short sighted in business. Like it's one of those things like you have to always see big picture because you're going to have to take steps like sideways and backwards yeah. in order to like get where you want to go. But if you like keep your eye on the big picture, picture I feel like that's so important and delegation honestly is so important like you physically can't do it all I'm sure mm -hmm. you feel that way too like you yeah. literally cannot do it all but delegating stuff and finding people you trust that are even better at the things that like you you know social media management or even team management whatever it is financial like finances stuff like that like delegating that stuff so that you can focus on the things that you are good at and you know kind of like work on the bigger picture and stuff so it's definitely a hard thing you know like yeah. sometimes delegating but you have to do it and yeah. like you have to be good at just letting people take it and you trusting them with it and you can't like micromanage them because yeah. he's exactly right you're stunning their growth if you're, you're suffocating them totally <laughs> yeah so yeah that's a huge thing i feel like for sure have you read leaders eat last no okay i haven't either but i just know it's like everyone this is just the book that's like coming to mind so many people have been like you have to read this book it's so good Ooh, but I just order it. just the title alone like thinking about yes. that it's leaders eat last i feel like so often i don't i'm trying to think of the phrase my friend taylor and i say this all the time basically it's like assistant syndrome in LA it's mm -hmm. never the people at the top who are the mean ones it's the people who are like I mean not never but most of the time it's not the people at the mm -hmm. top who are the mean ones it's the people who are like at the bottom and trying to prove themselves right so they're like overcompensating because yep. they're like insecure or whatever and they're the ones who are like so stressful and mean and hurtful and like leading from a place of insecurity right versus the people who are like actually at that place and they're like more chill and whatever and like granted yeah I guess they're more secure in whatever yeah. but it's also like I think security necessarily always like rises like leans on that totally but it's like you look around and you see the people who are leading out of insecurity and when I think about totally. so it's like I think about the people who are leaders in my life and it's like they're a really great leader and the common thing like that I'm really thinking about is that they're all just very secure yeah because it's like when you're leading out of insecurity you're projecting and snapping on everyone and no one wants to follow that leader no one trusts that leader it's totally. also the difference between like a leader and a manager so mm -hmm. leaders like lead with compassion and managers just manage yeah so it's like you want to create someone who's like a fan of you and right. loves you because those are the, like i can think of the people that like my pastors i'm with them for life like i'm like right. i'm committed to you but there's all the leaders in my life that would be like managers and i'm like okay you're just like there to be there totally and like that's also a long-term thing totally you know? no for sure that that's like I need to order this book this sounds amazing yeah it's like yeah I haven't even read it I just feel like I've read it because it's one of those books that has been quoted to me so, so many, many times, times. yeah so I'm like I feel like I've read it but I haven't but I love that you're a badass book how to win friends and influence people I have so many that I like need to read I really want to read that girl one yeah I'll send you I'll send you no the I'm like so good. I'm so yeah no I'm so down okay so talking about like networking and building relationships like how did you build all of the relationships with the brands that you're working with I feel like it just honestly it happens over time like one of, I think the biggest thing like from the get-go Mayfair has always been about organic relationships and and building brands and even relationships basically but I've like worked in the industry for so long and I think that's like such a huge thing about 
about like I was I came from a sales background so like building relationships was such an important thing to me and I've always been an extrovert like to the yeah. utmost degree I feel like you're a very yeah, like people sure. person yeah too. so it's never been hard for me to like meet people and network with people but I think like just preserving those relationships and making sure that you build those like long term are so important but yeah I mean Mayfair like was built on you know those kinds of like things and just making sure that we work with brands that we really believe in mm-hmm. and we turn so much business down it's because like we only want to work with good people and we only want to work with brands we believe in so I was like I'm not making any more assholes money like that's my new yeah. that's like my, our MO with Mayfair we only want to work with good people and good brands so yeah. that's kind of like we are able to now be selective which from the start like we obviously like people would be like why are you turning down business you're a new company and I was like because I have a big picture in mind like I have a brand identity and a voice and we want everything to fit within that world and at the end of the day like I feel like if you do align yourself with good people and good brands and you do the best you can and help people like you're going to be successful you know so and it's never been about money for us it's always just been about helping people inspiring people and helping brands mostly but then I feel like all of that stuff ends up coming through just because if you work hard at what you do and you really love it and you're good at it then it'll all end up working itself out but for us it was just about helping brands build that deserve it like people like wildflower who are some of the nicest yeah, people they're I've ever literally met. they're the best like yeah. they're so good yeah I and they already them. had like such a dope ass brand but like even for us to be able to work with them was just such an honor and you know we've like done a lot of business with them now and I got them into urban outfitters and now like we're almost yeah. in all doors and stuff which is crazy so but it's like again it just goes back to like us wanting to work with good people that's yeah. kind of like who we are you know it's crazy too because it's you really have to be so careful with who is like representing you mm-hmm. whoever you're around to just like relationally aligning yourself with aligning yourself mm-hmm. with for so many reasons like obviously the first is like who you're becoming whatever yeah but also in like a business sense yes like there are so many people or there's like brands and i'm like i don't want to work like i've met them they were so rude i don't like it like stand off like there's so many things and i'm like no yeah. i don't want to do it and also like it's people talk so like if you're a brand like specifically working with like influencers or whatever, if you're mm-hmm. a brand that was very difficult to work with or very rude or standoffish or whatever, it's like they talk like we're all friends. It's such a small world. You know, it's it such, a such a small world. I've world. turned down multiple deals because yeah. friends have had horror stories. Yep. And it's like for brands that I would like really genuinely want to work with, but totally. I just know how bad it was. And I'm like, I don't really necessarily like even want to like represent Align that. yourself with that. Yeah. No, it's so important. And I feel like that's transparent to people that like follow you or watch you and like, I feel like it's just so transparent to people. Like if you align yourself with like people that actually truly fit who you are and who you believe in and stuff, like that's transparent and authentic rather than just like promoting every single brand that comes your way, you know? So I feel like honestly, those are the people that do so well because they just stay true to like who they are. Especially not with like sellout brands. Yes, exactly. (laughs) Exactly. No. And that happens so much. I feel like in this industry too, it's like, you know, but it's smarter to like see big picture and just only align yourself with people that like truly fit who you are and speak to like your just like what you believe in and stuff too, you know? Yeah, for sure. So let's do morning routine into like work day. Okay. I love hearing people's routines. I'm like so into them. Okay. Well, I'm not like a huge, I feel like I'm, I'm like my morning routine is pretty quick. Cause I'm like asleep in kind of person. Okay, cool. Definitely not a morning person. <laughs> I wish I was, but it's totally not me, but I'm a night person. Okay. Like, I'll explain. So I feel like I get up when any day that I'm in the office, I get up, we have to be in the office by nine. So I will get up probably around like 745, eight. Like I'm 
we were like are super chill at Mayfair. We don't have like a dress code or anything. Like anyone can wear whatever the hell they want. So like we, I get up and just like obviously get ready. My husband usually leaves around like 8.15 or 30. So I'll like see him in the morning for a little bit. We'll have our little time and then just like hang out with my pup and get ready for work. And Wait, what kind of dog? She's a rescue. Aww. She's so cute. Love. Her name is Memphis. And she's, oh, that's a great name. I love that. She's so cute. But hang out with her, get ready for work, like get all my stuff together. And then every single morning without fail, I stop at Starbucks. Like, yeah. They pretty much own my life. Like <laughs> I feel like I've literally just spent so much What's money. What's your order? I just get an iced coffee with half and half basically. Okay. So just pretty basic. But I also just like it like starts my morning, yeah. you know, and I've tried like making coffee at home and like we have coffee at the office, but like, I don't know. I just like love getting my like, there's something about the experience of it. Yeah. Like, I don't know what it is, but there's something about it. And especially yeah. like going out and doing something else before you have to like, you're going mm -hmm. to the office or whatever. I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I know what you mean. So, and I feel like everyone has their like coffee shops that they love, yes. like they, like close to where they work. Chacha yeah. Racha, for instance, yeah. for you. Like, I feel like just that part of your routine is just like so, such a part, huge part of your day. Like if I don't do that, yeah. I'm like, it throws my whole day off. But then I get to the office and honestly, like every day is so different. Like, I feel like it's one of those things. It's hard to even pinpoint what a day is, looks like, but I feel like the first couple hours are consumed with me just like, doing all my emails and catching up on everything from like the day prior or like responding to brands and like I manage all the big accounts for Mayfair so like we work with like people like Nordstrom and Urban Outfitters and because of all of our big brands and so that's a lot of my correspondence is like handling those big accounts and then I feel like after that I'll kind of check in with every sector and see like what's going on for the week meet with the social team meet with the PR team content team sales team whatever and then at once a week which is cool we have like pitch meetings which is really fun so all of our interns all of our employees we all sit around this big table and we have like three brands that we like choose that week and then everyone pitches concepts for them that's cool so Mayfair is like a super collaborative kind of like office environment so like that's what I'm saying like even our interns like everyone has input and we like love that because I just feel like we love like creative input from all angles so we just sit and we all just like pitch ideas and it's so fun we'll go off on like crazy tangents and then we'll be like <laughs> how the hell did we get here like but it's awesome so that and then honestly I work out like I try to work out every day after work I have a trainer go to the same trainer as Keaton oh my gosh okay, yes. yeah he's amazing his name's Dan and he trains a lot of the girls in Arizona so we go to him me and Keaton are always there together we do, we do that and then honestly just like go home and like have time with like my hubby and my puppy like make dinner whatever we're doing that night for and honestly I wish I could say that like I stopped working but I totally don't like yeah. I work probably another like three to four hours at home at night I stay up pretty late I'm a night owl I'll watch Love Island too I'm gonna admit I still haven't watched it I need Dude, to watch it's I, the best I've show. heard so much it's another thing that I feel like I've seen i still haven't even watched stranger things like it's really oh my gosh yeah. okay we need to have a binge like, no i literally session. have to so have you seen this is us no that's okay that's my favorite show that's my latest binge but, but anyway. i also don't like real life sad yeah shit. okay yeah then don't watch it yeah this is us might be like that and like 13 reasons but like that stuff yeah. is too real to me this is us is kind of like oh, real life I, I don't like the word triggering but like oh yes. like you're like oh shoot like, like that could happen to you're me. in your feelings yeah yes. yeah like i know my, my husband literally watches it with like my little yeah. sister my husband watches it and they love it yep and like they have to like plan to watch it when i'm like not in town <laughs> like they'll be he'll be like yo abs are we watching like and she's like yeah like and they like literally plan it for 
for when I'm not there. But yeah, so I love Love Island. So every night I'll watch like the British version and the American version. And that's my like guilty pleasure at night. And then like, honestly, I go to bed around like 11 and then just like start it all over. But I usually work at night too. So get that stuff done. I like getting like everything all my emails answered for the most part and just like a clear head so that the next day I have like objectives like going into the next day of like okay here's what we're gonna do so if I Mm -hmm. need to like email any of the teams and be like tomorrow here's what we're doing blah 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 like I get that out of the way at night you know so do you have any like tools that you use like a planner or like a list app or anything like that that you use I'm like old school I like make notes in my iPhone and shit I mean I do that too (laughs) I feel like I'm like I try to plan but like it just doesn't Doesn't work work. yeah yeah I like make notes in my iPhone or I'll do calendar like I do calendar stuff like I literally will be like email someone tomorrow at 8 a.m. and I like put it in my calendar like just so I don't forget because I feel like sometimes when you get into the office it's so easy to like forget shit you know my Google Calendar is easily the most used app on my iPhone same like for sure without a doubt and then it's notes and I just transitioned (laughs) to using the circles on notes that you can check off wait what yeah okay well it's apparently been a thing for a while (laughs) but I'm like really late to the bandwagon but even like I make like my grocery list and I'll make everything. And it's just like, it's so satisfying to, you know, check it off. Do that. I need to do this. Yeah. Because then I used to like delete on my iPhone once I did it. And I'm like, wait, I forgot what I did today. Yeah. You know? So (laughs) like the, the checks, like those are really nice. I like those. Do you delete your notes? Cause I just have notes and notes and notes and notes and notes of all my like lists, but I never delete them. Oh no, my, so for this podcast, like we record our intros and I'll like think of things throughout the week that I want to like mention in the intro or whatever. Uh And so I have like, (laughs) I think I have like, like so many that are like podcast intro, podcast intro. And last night I was trying to look for like old names of the podcast that we almost named it, which I did find and they were so all of them are so <laughs> awful but I like couldn't find anything and they're all the same I'm like nothing's organized nothing's here organized. I just like no. put things down and that's it it's chaos but yeah. it works it, it works. does work I'm like yeah. oh it's like the top whatever yeah, it's like yeah. fine okay so where can they find you Mayfair's Instagram is at the Mayfair group and it's a great follow honestly like I care about Mayfair's Instagram way more than my <laughs> yeah. personal I'm like you can follow me if you want but honestly Mayfair is way better my personal Instagram is at Sam Aberhart so you can follow there but definitely follow Mayfair because it gives you it's got all yeah. the good content it's i like, have so many like posts saved yeah like the bookmark thing also a great feature on instagram i have so many boards oh, it's the best oh, i use it all the time for like branding purposes especially i'm like this is amazing i but, but like is most of yours food like a lot of mine is like places to eat and stuff which yeah that in quotes like that quotes and i uh, like style too i so. have like 10 boards so i have like okay. outfits and then i have branding things I have for like specific trips what I would want or like a specific video that I'd mm. like it's very organized, organized. Gotcha. but I go to it all the time like I will wake up I set my like outfit out the night before every I have done this since I was like 10 years old I love that I never pick out my outfit morning of it's just such a habit like I don't even think about it but when I can't think of anything I like go to my style board I do this all the time like, I love that I literally live through my Instagram collections I, honestly bookmarks is like the best thing that yes. Instagram besides that and, and stories at yeah. first I thought it was stupid and now I'm like this is the best thing to ever have to me it's I guess same thing with Instagram stories yeah it's so awesome but I feel like for me like all <laughs> a lot of my stuff that I save besides obviously like inspiration and stuff like that is food I say recipes yeah. yeah I mean just like I follow this account called New Fork City and it's like all these pasta dishes in New York oh and wow. so like I'll be like showing my girls I'll be like oh we should do like something like this and then they'll be like Sam wait wait like you literally have 16 pasta dishes saved in a row and I'm like oh yeah sorry about that like hold on Ignore. I'm getting to it like I'm like <laughs> scrolling but every time I'm in New York for meetings and stuff I like will try and go to like one different restaurant that I have saved and stuff but yeah damn there's so much good food in New York it's crazy yes I have been like craving a New York trip 
but hopefully by the time this episode goes up i just recently went because i want to go so bad this is the longest i've gone without going to new york and i just like miss it it's i get best. so inspired when i'm there and it's i like such a cool city i prefer to go by myself like yes. i would prefer to not even bring a plus one on a trip mm-hmm. and actually i don't know if i'd prefer but like i'm totally <laughs> fine going on my own yep. because it's like i walk the city and i'm by myself and yeah. i'm like this is amazing it's the best also did you see that gossip girl just got yes, yes. Unreal. It's, a, it's a new cast. How do we feel about that? Oh, though? no, I don't feel good about that at all. I don't either. That changes things. That's like, what did they do that for? They did a reboot for something completely changed the cast and it was like trash. Yeah. I mean, that good. happens every time. Yeah. I Like Gossip Girl, it's so funny. I literally got into the show two years ago. Like I had yeah. watched it way after everybody else watched it. And all of a sudden I was like telling all my friends, I'm like, oh my God, have you guys seen Gossip Girl? And they're like, Sam, we watched that like six years ago. Yeah. What are you talking about? But I literally found it and I would stay up till four in the morning, like watching episodes yes. like it was one of those that in nashville like i loved the show nashville, I watch nashville. I you need to see, it's like addicting but like i would stay up all night and watch episodes of gossip girl and so when i found out this out today i was so excited because i like binged it in probably like three weeks or something like there was like eight seasons or something crazy and yeah. i watched it like straight i did but, that with one tree hill too oh my yeah. god it's so good but like i feel like i'm like it's a new cast like i don't know how i'm I not gonna like it that. i regret even bringing it up now because well, i know i'm uh, hopefully i'll hopefully like it it's amazing hopefully it's amazing hopefully it's amazing but like I'm gonna give them room to fail yeah, because I'm not gonna put my expectations up and get my heart broken I'm like is there not gonna be one like Blake yeah. like one person like I, we need I one can't person. really see any of them wanting to, to do it again, do it again mm-hmm. though so yeah. especially Blake why would Blake do it like everyone else maybe but like why would Blake lively go back you she know was, like one of my favorites like, I know I mean she made the show she was amazing I know I feel oh. like they're, I, I feel like they're all just like moved on from it now I always sad. say if I had less of a moral compass I would be Blair Waldorf like yes. I would love that I'm like if <laughs> I was like not naturally like loving people and wanting to be a really nice person I would love to be like a mastermind She's like, like I could do that. alter ego yes I'm like I would love that like it I would be that. so fun for me but I would be like i would feel so awful all the yeah time. thank you so much for coming Yay, on i, I will have it. mayfair and her instagram in the show notes below be sure to go check them out the instagram is absolutely incredible trust me you guys have probably already seen it on instagram because like people share the posts and stories and stuff all the time <laughs> but thank you so much for coming on you're the best thank you for having me i loved it <laughs> thank bye. you bye so that is it for today's episode. I really hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you guys did, let me know by leaving a rating, a good one, please, preferably five stars, a review, another good one, please. Um, Facebook group, join that. All of my stuff is linked down below. Hope you guys enjoyed, and I will talk to you guys next week.